Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Hello and welcome to this week's Alabama AgCast. I'm your host, Mike Moody. In our studio today, we've got the Executive Director of the Alabama Treasure Forest Association, or as I like to call him, William Green. Hey, William. Hey, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing great. Glad to have you here. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Awesome. Well, today we're going to talk about the Alabama Landowners Conference for 2022, and I'm so glad we're having conferences again. No doubt. The, the year and a half, 18-month stretch, whatever it was, where we weren't getting to see everybody was, was kind of a drag. Yeah, so I'm, I'm yeah. glad we're back into a normal routine. I love it. This conference is, as we were talking earlier, is a little bit more complex than I thought. T- tell us about the conference or the history of it. Yeah. So Alabama Landowners Conference really started about four years ago, um, I and my counterpart at Tree Farm Association uh, were talking one day and said, you know, we have two meetings that kind of happen within a month of each other where 90% of the attendees are the same group. Uh, and then a month later, uh, there's a third conference where it's the exact same people again. So what we tried to do was pull all three of those groups and meetings in together. So it was the ATSA annual meeting, it was the Tree Farm Committee's uh, state meeting, and then it was Alabama Natural Resources Council's uh, Landowner Symposium. And I apologize up front at the top, it is a alphabet soup going through this. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a, a long acronym name, uh, so I'll do my best to, to kind of stop and explain each one. But but yeah, starting a few years ago, we looked at it and said, you know, our landowners are spending the time and money to go to all these conferences, and they were all great. They all had their upsides, um, really good benefits, but we tried to take the best components of all of them, put it into one meeting. Outstanding. Yeah. Well, I'm, I am uh, looking forward to it this year. Who are you looking for to attend this conference? Yeah, so like the name says, Alabama Landowners Conference. So what we really geared it for originally was your Alabama timber landowner. So mm-hmm. somebody, a you know, in other parts of the country, they call them a small private family forest. That's really kind of our bread and butter. Um, as we've grown and as the conference has matured over time, we're really opening it up more towards um, the, our natural resource professionals in the state as well. So folks like our uh, registered foresters, our certified biologists, mm-hmm. um, folks in the natural resource community that, that kind of help our landowners day to day. Whether you're government agency personnel or if you're a private contractor, most of these groups need some type of continuing education. So we're trying to fill that need as well, too. It's really beneficial for those that need that kind of certification. And you bring the experts in and right. landowners can also benefit from the information that's right. being provided. Right. That's yep. wonderful. Well, William, uh, when does this conference take place? Yeah, so the conference takes place Thursday and Friday, October 27th and 28th, and this year will be at the 4-H Center in Columbiana. Uh, we were there last year, and uh, the attendees loved it so much, we're going to go run it back for year two. What are some of the topics? What are some of the big things we're going to be covering this year? Yeah, so we're, we're pretty excited about it. Last year, um, before I get into this year, I'll kind of explain how we got to it. So last year, one of the, the sessions we had was a large listening session where we pretty much said, all right. You know, we're going to do whatever the landowners want. Those of you are natural resource professional, the attendees, whoever you are that are here, tell us your thoughts. What do you want to hear? And, um, you know, the those of us on the planning committee side of it were kind of nervous about that because you never know. You pass a microphone around 150 people, you know, very, right. very few you people. Never know. Yeah, very few people may want to get up and talk. Um, 
we ended up having something crazy like 65 suggestions. It, we went over our lot of time, really good feedback and participation. So wow. um, for the 22 conference, what we try to do is take um, some of the highlights or most repeated options that they said last year and build on that. So um, some of the main topics um, will have uh, pond construction management, food plot design and management, um, forestry herbicide application techniques, uh, and then to kind of pair with that, we'll go with our invasive plant species. Um, one one of the other big things that that you know is always if you're a, a timber uh, farmer or if you're in the timber market at all, you know that um, it's a long growing season. You're always mm-hmm. kind of thinking four or five steps ahead. So one of the things we're going to try to incorporate this year is how do you make those management decisions on the farm that won't pay off for 10, 15 years down the road. Right. So uh, pretty excited. Billy Rye, um, who some of y'all in Northwest Alabama will probably know, will be down talking about timber prices and management strategies as well. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Interesting. What I'm hearing is it may be those that have timber or maybe those that might be interested in getting into timber. I know it's a it's yeah. the slowest crop ever. Yes. But, yes. <laughs> but, uh, but it's not just for those that are well into it, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, I mean, it's it's a... It's a pretty good stepping stone or starting point. I know um, several years ago, I think our first ever Landowners Conference, um, we had a group of folks who are new to the southeast, um, new to Alabama, and new to owning um, property. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were really interested and said, okay, we, we've heard about Treasure Forest and how the multiple use management comes into play, and we really want to take this old property that we have clear cut it start over and really have kind of a um a special place so yeah it's it's got something for whether you've been managing property for 50 years which we have those people some uh sometimes a little bit longer than 50 years Mm -hmm. but all the way down to your kind of brand new foresters too so it's a a good smattering of folks yeah that's really good who who are some of the other parties involved in the conference itself yeah so it's a it's an interesting group um the the kind of the main two uh, i'll say responsible parties are us and, and the church force Association, um, kind of, which is hand in hand with Alabama Farmers Federation, uh, which we could probably do a, a whole other episode on uh, Alpha and then our affiliated associations. But um, ATFA is kind of one of the primary groups. The other one would be the Tree Farm Committee, uh, and with them comes the Alabama Forestry Association. So those are the the, the primary two drivers. Um, in addition to that, you have the Alabama Natural Resources Council or ANRC, which um, is kind of a, a quiet giant, I would say, mm-hmm. in, in Alabama. ANRC is a pretty unique thing, uh, particularly in Alabama, where uh, among other southeastern states, where it's uh, almost all of the nonprofits or state or federal agencies that have anything to do with forestry or wildlife. Uh, we come together and meet twice a year. Um, really good opportunity to collaborate, uh, share ideas, um, develop different projects. Alabama Natural Resource Council was one of the, you know, kind of the sparks that, that started the Landowners Conference. Um, there are other projects in terms of uh, prescribed fire burn, uh, uh, groups, um, different outreach options. So it's it's a it's a unique group that, that kind of pulls together a lot of different angles from the the natural resource world. So uh, I hear there's a, there's awards involved in. Yes. This. So tell me about the awards that are part of the conference. Yeah. So one of the other things that that is really important about this conference, um, we try to recognize our uh, premier landowners and land managers every year. Um, each of the three groups I just mentioned, whether it's ATFA. Tree Farm or ANRC has um, annual awards. Um, 
Natural Resource Council, their, their big ones would be the Helene Mosley Award, W. Kelly Mosley Award, um, as well as the Forestry Planning Committee uh, County of the Year. Um, Tree Farm has their uh, awards, Doug Link Leadership, as well as Tree Farm of the Year. Um, and then I'll, I'll talk a little bit about ATFA's award, one of which that is, is pretty close to you. But um, we have the Gary Fortenberry Partnership Award, which um, was named after a landowner in West Alabama. And it, we give that each year to... Um, a government uh, agency personnel or a volunteer that has really done a lot to further the mission of Treasure Forest, whether that's working with a county group to help grow that chapter, helping with um, a school system in a county to get classroom of the forest reestablished or grow it, um, or maybe even do something different like helping get equipment that we may not have been able to do to make sure mm-hmm. that everybody who wants to go to a field day can. Um, the other one is the Bill Moody Award, uh, which is named after your father and, and Forrester, uh, former state forester of Alabama. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is really kind of ATFA's premier award. Um, this is the highest honor we give every year. It's named after your dad for the sole reason that the whole Treasure Force program was was his idea. Um, right. It, it was a way for, for him to develop a um, landowner network and say, hey, um, there's more than one way to do it. You can you can uh, manage your property for timber, uh, for wildlife. Uh, you make it the prettiest farm out there. You can have a recreational component. Whatever it is, there's multiple ways to do it. And this award goes to the landowner that um, our board feels has really done uh, an exemplary job of what um, Bill Moody has thought of so many years ago. Well, I, I can tell you that he was so proud of not just the fact that that the program itself uh, became active and became so popular, but uh, it was the model for the National Tree Farm Program uh, that moved on. But uh, the fact that it it continues to go, and and even before he passed away, he was able to come to the conference, receive one of the new awards, uh, the paintings uh, from Joel Kelly, and uh, he, he was just so proud to see that it was still important to people to not just own land, but to do something more with it and to sustain it for the future. Yeah, it, it's um, the the forestry world in, in Alabama has just been so blessed to have so many um, stalwarts in terms of guys that really came in and believed something, <clears throat> set up a, a system to do it and really pass it down to the, the next generation of leaders within the natural resource community. Um, the, the award you mentioned um, the a few years ago, the um, Alabama Agriculture Foundation um, gave uh, some money to establish a new painting that was commissioned. Um, that is part of the award. The recipient gets this really nice print that was actually a, a painting off um, Dr. Richard Hill's farm in uh, Butler County. So it's, it's a mm-hmm. really, really cool. Everything ties together. Um, and I'm always really proud to see which landowner gets it every year because I know, like you said, it means a lot to these folks. You know, a lot of times they do everything um, w- without any any expectation of congratulations or acknowledgement. They should do it because it's the right thing to do. Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, and why not be recognized for that as well? It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama Ag Credit. And while some don't get it, we do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial resources. Back to our conference, how can people register if they're interested in this one? Yeah, you can register very easily. You can go to treasureforest.org uh, and click the education tab and go to annual conference and all the information will be there. Um, one of the other things we did when we built this conference was we tried to reduce the cost. You know, we, we don't want um, to, to make money off this conference. We want it to be as 
financially feasible for our landowners to come and 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 get the education and networking they need. Um, when doing that, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention um, how thankful I am for all of our sponsors, which you can find on that registration mm-hmm. site. Um, everybody from uh, the the farm credits and ag credits who have helped uh, to to Farmers Federation to Tree Farm, everybody's done an excellent job. But yeah, treasureforest.org annual conference, and you can find it and get registered there. Wonderful. Is there anything we left off that you want to promote about the conference? Yeah, I'll say this. You know, a lot of times I get asked, what, what's in it for me? Why do I want to come to this conference? Um, I would say that my absolute favorite part of, of really any meeting, but this meeting in particular, is the network you build with other landowners. Um, I, I know that um, just just from my relationships that have come through this job or through the um, conference that I'm able to do things on our farm in South Montgomery County a whole lot easier because I know who I can pick up the phone and call. I can call, you know, Mark Finley in Winston County or Lamar Dewberry in Clay County, uh, Kenny Children in Barber County, say, hey, guys, I know you all have gone through this at some point. Um, coach me through it. Help me hold my hand and, and tell me what to do here. Sure. So uh, I, I would say that if you're looking for a good community to get plugged into and have a resource of landowners all over the state, this is the meeting for you. That's a great point because investing in a in in something like a forest is, of course, it's a long term plan. But you've got, I mean, co- uh, some of the topics, herbicides and invasive species and things like. If you're not prepared for that, uh, that investment then you know is greatly reduced or done away. A southern pine beetle and some of the other things that can adversely affect uh, that tree stand. You need to know about that. You don't need to go into it blindly, just like you wouldn't any other aspect of agriculture. You wouldn't just jump out there and buy a harvester and go plant a 500 acres and hope for the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's good to be prepared. And and you may think, well, I don't I don't really need to know anything about uh, herbicides or the the tour that goes on the the first day of looking at converting a, a live lolly stand to long leaf. You say, I don't I don't need that. It's not in my area. Well, you never know. In, in five ten years, you may have the opportunity to convert or use an herbicide and you could say you know what i've got my file somewhere that that i learned about this let me go pull it out and you may not remember a single thing from that seminar but you can look and see who it was and you can remember Mm -hmm. oh i sat next to mike moody i bet he'll remember yeah so you can pick up the phone and call so that's again it's it's a great way to prepare yourself and get some education as well as broaden your um, network too Absolutely. Well, uh, and I'll make sure I take notes in case somebody does call. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, William, thank you again for being with us. Always, always. I I always enjoy coming in here and, and getting to talk to you for a little bit. So thanks. And now, your weekly Ag Cash wrap up. Welcome to this week's Ag Cash wrap up. This is Carla Hornady, Commodity Director at the Alabama Farmers Federation. In August, USDA released their projected harvest acres for U.S. cotton. This report showed the U.S. planted 12.3 million acres of upland cotton, the highest in three years. Mainly, we feel this is due to the historically high cotton prices during the decision-making and planning window. Weather conditions, however, have affected the crop in many states. Due to the drought conditions in Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, California, Arizona, and New Mexico, we could see the highest abandonment on record since 1953. Here in Alabama, on the other hand, we suffered significantly from rain and sustained cloud cover as bowls were beginning to open. Weather in Alabama has changed the last couple of weeks, giving more sun hours, lower humidity, and temperatures. Will this improve our final crop? It's yet to be seen. With the varying weather conditions, and a hurricane looming, it's difficult to determine the final crop. 
but USDA is projecting ending stocks for cotton will be at the lowest level since 2014. Only time will tell. Thanks for joining us. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast.